Thousands of young women thirsting, seeking a water well, and waiting to fill up their water jars with the living water. And I was one of them. When I was 15, my parents asked me if I wanted to celebrate a quinceañera for my birthday. At the time, celebrating a quinceañera seemed unappealing and boring, because there was a new trend, and the new trend was to ditch the party and book a trip. And that was for me. But as I reflect on this pivotal moment in my life, I realize that I did not fully appreciate the gift my parents had offered. I didn't understand why celebrating a quinceañera was important in my culture. What offering to celebrate a quinceañera was really about was about my parents wanting to offer me and gift me their faith and traditions as they raised me. And, as any parent here knows, passing the faith to a child is challenging. But although passing the faith manifested in a variety of ways, I believe that what influenced my faith and spiritual formation was the experience of receiving the faith through lo cotidiano, the everyday life. Faith was passed down by my parents' daily actions. Every time they prayed the rosario, the rosary, placed flowers in front of La Virgencita, Our Lady of Guadalupe, and told a story of a milagro, a miracle granted. These moments, amongst many more, were experiences that I had where I witnessed their deep faith and devotion to God. And as I have worked with young people and families, I witnessed the beauty of Lo Cotidiano through their faith and through the celebration of the quinceañera. I witnessed year after year how the cotidiano, the daily experiences of faith, plays a role in the quinceañera as they request for a blessing for their daughter on their 15th birthday. When Hispanic families come to the church to request a quinceañera. They're coming to ask for a blessing to pass down the faith to their children. They're asking parish ministers to bless them in blessing their children. I was struck by the catechism when I read, Todo bautizado es llamado a ser una bendición y a bendecir. Every baptized person is called to be a blessing and to bless. We are all called to be a blessing and to bless. And as I often forget this, um, I am constantly reminded by two great women in my life about this. My mom and my abuela, they constantly remind me and, telling, and tell me by blessing me and saying, Mija, que Dios te bendiga. My daughter, may God bless you. And they also remind me that I am blessed by saying, tu eres bendecida, you are blessed. These two simple phrases express truth and deep faith. And their faith invites me to believe as they do. 
And so during a time for the quinceañera, as I worked with many people during this time and experience, I witnessed the call to be blessed and to receive a blessing. And as I've worked with young women, I've also learned that the questions that we need to ask them and ask ourselves when we work with them, because it is really important as they are seeking their identity, are three questions. Who am I? Where do I come from? And whose am I? And these questions are fundamental in their formation because as they constantly navigate two cultures and two languages and think about if they want to embrace and receive their parents' faith teachings, traditions, language, and culture, these questions are questions that they often struggle with. So what do we do when we work with these young women who are struggling with these questions? Well, we can either decide to try to just try and dump a lot of information, or we can actually try to have an encounter with them, to learn about them, to ask them who they are, where do they come from, and see what they say. I've also, as I worked with young Latinas, have realized that their identity as daughters of God is being challenged all the time, especially during the celebration of the quinceañera. And so what do I mean by this? Well, a few months ago, I attended a few quinceañera expos. I walked into an exhibit hall, and they were full of vendors, everything a family needed for the party, all in one place. The food, the DJ, the photo booth, the dresses, the list goes on. And as I walked around, I noticed that there were not only young people at this place, but there were also parents and grandparents and tias and primas, families united on a Sunday afternoon, looking around, seeing what they needed for this big celebration. And I'll be honest, I probably saw more people at that event than I did at church earlier that day. But as I looked around and just observed, and was mesmerized by all the beautiful things there, I realized that the vendors were telling a story. The vendors were marketing well, and they were telling families how they could solve a problem for them and how they could serve their needs. Oh, do you need a photo booth for your quinceañera? Don't worry, we can help you. Queremos ser tu padrino. Is the photo booth out of your budget? That's okay. We have payment plans. Vendors were inviting families to journey with them and to believe these stories they were telling them about what they needed and why they needed it. And it was during this time that I realized, well, they're doing a really good job. I think I want a quinceañera. I wish I was 15 and would have had the quinceañera instead of the trip. Or maybe it's not too late and I can have a double quinceañera. And so as I struggle and kind of like think about all of the things that are happening in this event and place, I wonder, where is the good news in all of us? Where are families encountering Christ through this experience? 
I imagine that encounters don't happen that much at Quinceanera Expos because we ministers are not there with the booth telling them all the great offerings we have. But we do get to encounter them when they come to our parishes and they seek us to celebrate a quinceanera. And so that is when we decide, what is it that we do? We can listen to them. We can offer acompañamiento, accompaniment, and practice a ministry of presence. Because many of them might have been away from the church for a very long time. And it's an opportunity where we can have an encounter with them and allow them to have an encounter with Christ. In the Gospel of John, Jesus meets a Samaritan woman at the well, a place that she visited often. And in this encounter that he has with her, they engage in conversation, and he gets to know her a bit, and she gets to know him. He offers her el agua viva, the living water. And as she has this transformative experience and is filled with the living water, she is also called and empowered to share with others what she has experienced. What better person can we look to than Jesus as a minister? He is the person that we can look to for the teaching of acompañamiento, accompaniment. And through his example, we can walk with young Latinas and their families as they seek us. According to Forbes magazine, 400,000 young women celebrate a quinceañera in the United States each year. That is a lot of young ladies, 400,000. And as I think about this number, I think about what would our church look like if 400,000 young women and families came to our parishes? What would it look like if we blessed them and if we invited them to stay in the church and had encounters with them? What would it look like if we had 400,000 young disciples and leaders? The possibilities are endless. But before we get ahead of ourselves, we need to ask, are we meeting young women at the well when they come and seek water? Are we offering el agua viva, the living water? Are we meeting them through lo cotidiano, the everyday life, their experiences of the everyday life. Christ met the woman at the well. Christ encountered people through their daily experiences and asked for their needs and met their needs. And he is inviting us to do the same. Gracias y bendiciones. Gracias.